COVID vaccinations for no longer neutral. Black Lives Matter, whether it's a hash. Can't take it no longer. It's minority children that are suffering the most. Begin to have real conversations. No, no longer, longer neutral. neutral. Thank you for tuning in to No Longer Neutral. Please don't forget to follow, subscribe, and rate our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at No Longer Neutral, and I am Dr. Ayana. And I am Dr. Sharice Roper. And I'm Dr. Michael Haygood. I can't take it no longer. What you can't take? <laughs> well, today's <laughs> topics, we have some good ones. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've been, what, going to the store and going to the market and going to school. And everywhere I go, it feels like everybody's on edge. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like every single person I'm running into is either on edge mm-hmm. or feels some kind of way about everything that's going on on the planet. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been noticing that? Yes, just so ne- car car accidents, I including I was yes. in one, but at car accidents, people are just driving so fast, yeah. road rage, cutting off people, flipped over cars. I'm like, what is happening? Getting cussed hurting out, hurting others the- and hurting themselves. Yes, cussing yes. out folks. Suicides. And shout out to Regina King's son. Shout, shout out to Regina King. Shout out. Shout out to the entire family at this moment. Prayers go up to all of you that have endured any kind of family emergency or family situation where someone has either taken their own life or taken someone else's in response to what's going on. It's just a lot going on out there. What do you think, Sharice? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, As we think about all that we're seeing, you mentioned those on the road driving recklessly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen a number of cases that are just like, wow, Um, In the market, you know, people just kind of, everybody's like really on a short fuse, if I could, you know, use that. And I'm wondering, you know, I know that COVID has had us in the house. Right. In, you know, just kind of locked in, right? Yeah. And I know that if I've experienced being, well, I have experienced being in and just not being able to get out, it does make me feel like the walls are kind of closing in on me. Right. Um. I think about what can I do, right? I'm trying to, I bought so much outdoor furniture and all kinds of stuff (laughs) just to make sure that, you know, I can kind of, you know, stay in there. But what do you think might be something that we can um, just kind of help those who are struggling on the edge with, you know, kind of making some sense of it all? Yeah, so you're already at the resolution solving uh, stage and I appreciate that. I don't even know. I don't even know what to sort of, come up with I think that you know speaking of mental health and how you know uh, Dr. Davis you're a big 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 uh, advocate of mental health you know what do you see because I don't really know and I've been searching for some kinds of resolutions mm-hmm. for people just to do in their own homes and for their own lives I just I, I'm at a I'm at a I'm at a hold okay I can share uh, some of my friends I know they've joined um, you know groups where they ride bikes um you know, mm. golfing. I know I've stayed taking up golfing myself, roller skating. So for those of us who've been inside the home, which I love to be in the house, mind you, um, and there are many people that cannot take being in the home that often or that long of a period of time. So they have, you know, adopted or created outdoor life um, for themselves and their friends, getting groups together to work out, exercise. And I know, you know, I've had experiences with mental health and depression where I've actually really had to go within myself, get treatment, get therapy, and I love a good therapist. I think you should have a good therapist, Mm -hmm. a good accountant, a good pastor, you know, and a good attorney. That should be your formula of life for me. 
and uh, <laughs> bubble baths, massages, I like facials. So whatever it, routines or regimens that make you feel good, self-love, self-care, that works for me. Good scriptures, good reading, and um, just time and space to really just do a lot of self-love and, and do a lot of inner inner reflection. Is there like a title of a book that you might, and you might not, because I know I'm asking you, you know, just on the spot, but something that speaks to or a book that um, our listeners might be able to connect with that you would recommend? I still like uh, The Daily Affirmations by Ayanna Van Zandt. I love her morning uh, daily inspirations. I also read 365 Days of Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. I love that. Uh, books about um, creating boundaries. Absolutely, uh-huh. Are yes. Any of your favorite novels? I love Walter Mosley Mystery, so I do t- find a lot of... Um, you know, reading, reading yeah, feel really feel good books, for me. you know. Feel good um, for me, for me. You know, uh-huh. there's an author, um, I think his name is Michael Hager. He wrote a book called Let Them Shine. Ah, go ahead. This is <laughs> you the know, feel good books, you know. Yes. Those feel good books put you in a certain mood. And I know that here on our show, we talk a lot about, you know, so here's what. And then so what. Mm-hmm. And then now what. The now what, you know, I think that Ayana, when you just explained, you know, some of the actual solutions for how we're feeling, mm-hmm. I think those are very involved. And I hope the listeners are really paying attention to those because if you can get yourself out of despair, you know, without a therapist, mm-hmm. everybody can't get a therapist. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, right, they're in a situation right. where they can't get a therapist or maybe they don't have anybody to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things you can do for yourself. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I like most about what you just shared. Mm-hmm. Some of those things, you can take a massage, you can go for a walk, you can get on a bike, mm-hmm. you can go walking around the corner, you can go look mm-hmm. at the birds. And, and, you know, I do the silliest of stuff. People think I'm you know, so rainbow in the sky, but I do a lot of watching trees and mm-hmm. looking at plants and watching mm-hmm. videos on YouTube that have to deal with nature because it puts me in a space of reminding myself that there's bigger things, mm-hmm. you know, that, mm-hmm. than me. Right. There's bigger things going on on the planet than mm-hmm. just I and certainly somebody bigger than me that is responsible for all right, this. So. Right, right, right. I would also encourage folks to think about, um, and I remember when I was young, um, I'm still young. Things that I used to do that I'm kind of uh, incorporating again now. I used to turn on the music yeah. and just dance in yes. the middle of the floor. Yes. Right? I was Diana Ross. Right. I had my brush <laughs> and I had my mop on my head so that I could do my little hair right. there. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right? And those things, I think getting back to some of the things that we know was just like so like fun and exciting that you can just do. Your kids will love it yes. if you have kids, right? Yes. You can make up some dances, you know, just right. those kinds of things. Um, but I think just kind of just out of the box thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also I would encourage folks to journal. Mm-hmm. I am a journaler um, and I try to make sure that in each um, journal entry that I look for something positive that I want to say about that day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just something that, you know, all the kids had a good nap yeah, yeah. or had a it's good lunch. It's almost a gratitude or, journal. Yes, yeah, something right. like that. Um, I would definitely encourage you to do that. We know that there's just so much going on. So and much. these tools, I think, um, and many, many more, many, many more. At some point, we'll be encouraging our listeners to also chime in. Um, you know, we'll have something set up for you to call in and talk to us and give us your suggestions as well. Absolutely. That's so funny, Rodina Ross. I was Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> That's so 
so funny. Yes, yes. And then I think I guess Michael's, that makes me Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael, I know that once we were talking about the things we say. Yeah. The stuff that comes out of our mouths. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I'm huge on watching what I say. I, um, you know, on my left leg is, you know, a tattoo of hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Ah. And um, the reason why I've always loved that mantra, and I was introduced to that when I was young, um, was because um, I was really drawn to what happened in the experience of Maya Angelou when she was molested and then she decided not to speak for those years. Um, and she knew and learned then, uh, which is why she's become such an avid and amazing poetess um, before her passing. Um, I think that's where she got that from. I think that time where she was actually able not to speak. She was drawing upon the importance of words and the importance of how important words have. And for those of you who don't know, I, I, apparently she was um, molested and um, the story goes that she decided not to speak because the man that actually molested her was killed after she mentioned his name. And so she was reminded in that moment that saying someone's name could have that kind of power where it could lead to, for them to die. Mm -hmm. The same is true, um, I think, of us. You know, I mean, those of you that have people in your lives that don't speak affirmations to you, that mm. speak negatively to you, and I'm talking about parents, I'm talking about your own kids, I'm talking about your siblings, your coworkers, your boss, you know, your lover, your partner, your wife, whoever that is, you know, if their words are consistently, uh, there's a pattern and a trend of them speaking negative to you, run, right. get away from them. Well, first, because right. those words seep in, they stay with you, that experience is staying with you. Those words have so much power that now your interactions, at least for weeks to come, will be impacted by what you have heard and taken in. So be the really words accountable. We say to ourselves, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Mm. Like you know the the emotions we create, positive or negative, within ourselves. Like I was just thinking one day, I was tallying up, just listening to folks talk about their jobs. Oh, this job is giving me a headache. Oh, this work is killing me. You know, like those words bring into actual life. It manifests, you know, energy and Absolutely. and words become what what is you know scriptures. So many scriptures about speaking words into existence and the monitoring your tongue. You know, so I really feel like if we did a challenge within ourselves and for others to really think about. Let's do it. <laughs> What's the challenge? I'm if ready. words manifest life, just speak the kind of life that you want through your words. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Let's absolutely, try it. Absolutely, absolutely. I um, attended an Oprah. It was the last one before oh, COVID, yeah. actually. Her tour? Um, she her tour, oh, yeah. right. And the thing I took out of that were um, the words that I am enough. Mm. And I really work hard to remind myself that regardless of what's happening around me, regardless of what people might say about me, that I am enough when it comes to myself, mm -hmm. right? That I do have strengths and I do have, you know, those things that, um, that I would like to talk about, you know, my say about myself that are positive. Absolutely. And I have to keep reminding myself that um, about those positive things about me. Mm -hmm. So I love that as a challenge. I would hope that our listeners would challenge themselves to really be thinking about, you know, what are those really special things? Because we all have them. Mm -hmm. Yes. We mm -hmm. all have them. Don't even try to make yourself think that you don't. Mm -hmm. 
that we all have special things that um, are significant and resonate with us about ourselves. So I'm challenging you, Ayana's challenging you, (laughs) to really take stock of yourself, the goodness in yourself. And that will, you know, resonate within your household, within your workplace, Mm -hmm. all of those things. I'm reminded also, Michael shared with me a few years ago, he doesn't even know that I'm going to mention this, But he did a professional development with his staff about around um, taking on or thinking about the characteristics of an animal. Absolutely. Can you share that? Because I thought that that was just so such a good activity for a workplace. Oh, I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite um, actual experientials to do. I'm one of those kind of educators. I love um, to teach kinesthetically um, because mm-hmm. I have children, boy children, who are kinesthetic. I'm fond of teachers and educators who not just teach with the uh, auditory and visual um, modalities, but also bring in the kinesthetic. And so all those educators out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Those who are not educators, you'll have to catch up later. But um, speaking from um, a experiential sort of point of view, you just sort of assign animals. I typically start with basic animals like the lion. Um, I'll use maybe a tiger. Well, a lion's the same. I'll also use a turtle. I'll use um, possibly um, the other wall will be something that's a little bit faster, like a rabbit. And I'll have people self-categorize, sort of self-actualize, self-determine what animal they think has the same characteristics that they do. And they start thinking about their own patterns of speaking Mm -hmm. because lions in their own habitat have a communication. Snails have a communication. Turtles have a communication. And actually, you know, we actually starts into a, it starts a battle in the classroom, actually, with my staff and with my adult students. Because not only do we identify, for instance, I'm a lion. I know that I speak a lot. I talk a lot. I'm aggressive to some people when I speak. I'm assertive. And we think about the positive traits of those lions. Mm-hmm. But we also have to remember that there are some negative traits based on how we interact with other people. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm talking to possibly a turtle person... Mm-hmm. And that person has a much slower pace. Doesn't mean that they're slow. It just means their pace is slower. They could be very thoughtful, very, very intelligent. Well, those signs, that animal, that sign for that person means that now that person has identified and maybe having problems with the way that I'm communicating. So even when I go to McDonald's, for instance, I'm thinking about the person behind the cash register who's giving me a hard time and thinking, oh, they must not be a lion. They must be a rabbit. So maybe they're a little sillier than I am. Maybe they're a little bit more more fun than I am. Maybe they're a little bouncier than I am. It depends on the language style. But I think that once we start um, self-actualizing and identifying ourselves based on language, Mm -hmm. and also bigger than that, bigger than that, based on our own characteristics, Mm -hmm. I think we'll then be able to have an understanding of how we communicate with the world. And certainly how much our words can impact other people. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to come across... Um, a person that may be a hawk, you know, and that hawk is someone who is not typically going to be in conversations with Ayana and I because we're lions. But that hawk may be waiting up in the tree to see if it's safe to come enter into a conversation with Ayana and I. Sure. And the way we invite them, you're not a lion. I think <laughs> you're more I? of a hawk. Oh. Yeah, okay. you, you kind of wait. Okay. I think you kind of wait for conversation. And I, need to, safe, you need, to I cool. need to know that exercise. Uh-huh. I need that PD. Oh, it's really good. Okay. It's really good okay. PD. And so well, yeah, what, what am I? that's a good one because you're not actually a turtle you contemplate but you're quick um so i have to think about it 
Okay. But I will assign you an animal. We'll 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 assign you an animal. We'll talk about that later. All right. I like <laughs> it. I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Having cool. talked about language so much and words so much and power so much, that leads us into. I think a conversation that I was having around uh, with Sharice earlier, and I want to bring it back up because I think it's a huge topic. Talking about words, talking about language and how important they are. You said earlier, Sharice, are we too old? Mm -hmm. And I thought about that. You know, I thought about that. Um, And I'm still taking it and processing it. Why don't you share why you said it and what it meant to you to say it? So... We were having a conversation about a very, you know, kind of more of a heated topic that dealt with, you know, social media, things like that, and and impacts. And and that's another topic that we'll get into later. But um, just the idea that as we were discussing, I'm thinking about, honestly, um, the current youth culture. I was thinking about my own children and how sometimes, you know, if you have children, they're going to tell you that, you know, mom, you're too old. Right. But sometimes I do st- step back and ask myself with what they're dealing with. And, and it's funny. I had a conversation with my son just the other day, and he will be 31. And um, we were talking about um, finances and things like that. And he was saying, well, you know, mom, I've learned – from you what not to do uh, and then i said hello. Well, you know i'm, I'm thinking well, wait a minute Ouch. right <laughs> <laughs> and um but then we kind of talked more and i thought to myself not so much am i too old in the sense that you know i can't learn something else but really thinking about the idea that you know what there's some stuff that i need to like probably bring myself up to speed on because there are things out there that yeah. he was talking about. You know, for instance, when he first told me he was going to purchase some, he was going to do Bitcoins. I was like, I was what, ready to what say what cryptocurrency is, that? is coming yet. Right. I was or like, here. what is that? And I actually said to him, I don't know about all that. You know, is that some scam? You're going to lose all your money. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then here we are. Here we are. So I try my best to stay up to speed, you yeah. know. Um, but that is a question that sometimes I ask myself. Am I too old in terms of the conversation? And then what do I need to do to bring myself up to speed? And, you know, my, I'm glad you mentioned that. And I really appreciate the honesty with which you share because I've always believed I'm probably going to end up a lot like my dad. My dad was a youthful spirit. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason why he was so youthful was because he was always around young people. I am always around young people, so I don't think that I'm ever, certainly I'll be out of touch with what they're doing at some level. Mm-hmm. It may not be everything, but I think that I'm always staying current and trendy, even in fashion. Like, I don't ever want to be, seriously, I don't want to be, you know, one of them dudes walking down the street looking pimpish because like I'm Like the old player in the club. The right. old player in the club. That's right, just not, right. I don't want that, you know what I mean, for myself, and so. I try to stay as current as possible, not because I want to be like someone else or be like them, mm-hmm. but more importantly, I just want to sort of stay up 
on things. And I, I do want to raise my hand to say I am too old for some things. There are some <laughs> things that I don't, you know, re- want to revisit. Some places, some people, like, and some patterns. Like wanna, some of the foolish things I used to do. Like, I am way too old for. Like, want to share those for us, please? <laughs> or at least just one thing, right? Just one thing. Share that with us. Please. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I used to be very impulsive, and I didn't think about consequences. So I did things that I felt made me feel good for the moment. Hello. And or some people. Hello. And so you know, now I know better to have a little bit more. You know, exercise my discernment, exercise my experience, and you know, I do have. I have collected some wisdom. And a wise person is one who uses their experiences to teach them better. Hello. So um, I am too old for some shenanigans. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. And it's I, all right. And right? Yay, it's all right raise your hand if you're okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> raise your hand if you're okay with it. I am okay with that. You know what I mean? So Speaking of that, what do you think something you think you've grown out of? a great way to look at it instead of saying that we're too old let's look at it what we're not going to be involved in because we respect the fact that we are older yeah you know what i have grown out of and this is probably recent i won't tell my age but i have grown out of um worrying about what people think about me that is the that is the thing that is the hugest concept but you know now i hear some growing into because for years I never cared about what people think about me. I mean, that's that's I grew, that was a fortunate and unfortunate thing because I did learn over time. I do care about what perception I give people about me mm. versus do I care what they think about me. Got it. Got it. Got so it. Yes. I had to yes. grow into that. Yes. 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 Well, I will say that I haven't. Um, uh, what's the word? I have not. Um. I've not gotten an A, for lack of a better way of saying it. I've not gotten an A in that, um, mm-hmm. of being able to identify um, myself in that way. Like, for instance, um, there are some things that I would love to let go of that I still have not been able to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know what they are, and hopefully one day I'll be able to do that. One of the things that I'm most proud of, though, is what you shared, which is that I think that I've gotten to a level now where um, I still am interested in what people think mm. wholeheartedly. I really am. I'm just, I'm one of those social kind of people and I like conversation and I do want to know what you think. Um, the point for me stops at whether your point of view has to be mine. In other words, right. what your information that you shared in the past, I remember I used to digest it as right. if it was something for everyone. Now I'm realizing I'm much more careful about those things that I adapt and take in and those things that I just consistently push away. Right, um, but right. it becomes more difficult. I will say in confessing this, relationships I used to choose or whether to not to leave a relationship mm-hmm. had a lot to do with what people thought. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you should stay, whether you should go, right. whether you should date him or date her mm-hmm. had a lot to do with what my friends thought and what the public thought and what the community thought and what the statistics say about black men and all that. Right, you know what I mean? So. Right. A lot of times we're listening to other people's points of views and we're taking them in and we don't even know it. Right, right, right. A part of me being able to let go of the idea of what, you know, thinking about what people think about me had to do with I came to a realization that sometimes what they thought of me was hindering my own progress. Hello. And because I had to realize that we are all different we all come with our own baggage. 
We all have our own different experiences specific to the same theme or, or you know, uh, thing going on, right? Yep, yep. And because I may have grown up this way or experienced it this way, which means that my reaction to something could be completely different. No, no longer, longer neutral. neutral.